Hello, and welcome to the Android's Amazing Podcast. I'm one of your host, James Santana, and today I'm joined by, and always joined by, the awesome and lovely Danny Asano. Hello. And, and the wonderful Hunter Valer. What's up? I like being wonderful. <laughs> we are brought to you by Android's Amazing Comics out in Sable, New York, Long Island, and we are a comic book news kind of nerd culture podcast. This is our issue zero, so it's our collector's issue. Uh, if it was the 90s, we'd have an embossed gold-plated cover with some 3D graphics and some glowing dark stuff. I wish. <laughs> I know. You will put your kids through college one day. Hopefully. <laughs> this is a collector's episode. Uh, so, basically, our news podcast, uh, we're basically news and comic podcast, so we'll start with some news. Um, as of this week, this is the week of June... Oh, we are in May. May 6th. May 6th. We are May 6th. Somebody's May 6th. Today is May 7th. Oh, that's right. You it's the week of May 6th. Yeah, we're jumping the gun already. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. okay. This is the first for everything. Exactly. So, we're talking about, a little bit about the Homecoming trailer that was just released. Far From Home trailer? Far From Home trailer. The, I think the extended Far From Home trailer that came out after Endgame, so there's all spoilers yeah. all over the place, and it's crazy. Because the first one was pretty tame. Yeah. When it was just kind of like, it's a Spider-Man movie, and he's upset because of Infinity War, because we didn't know anything in Endgame. Now that the embargo's up for the Endgame spoilers, uh, we get multiverse. We get Spider-Man is missing his boy, Iron Man. We have uh, Happy Hogan still upset. Just, you know, in case of anything, there are spoilers in the show, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe a spoiler disclaimer, but the embargo's up, so, you know. And then uh, Nick Fury being awesome as always. Okay. Bitch, you've been to space! Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> so good. It's so good. But uh, with that, with that whole trailer, we got to see some of what's going to be post- MCU movie stuff. Post phase four. Kind of post phase four. Or phase three. Phase three. Because Spider Man is the last one in phase three, which is a weird one. This is like, it's the end. But it caps off the Iron Man story, caps off, they'll probably mention Cap. Yeah. Caps off a bunch of characters. I mean, it's also uh, funny with the extended trailer. They uh, also called Carol Captain Marvel for the first time. I think. It's the first time in the extended trailer. Mm. She's not mentioned yeah. as Captain Marvel she's at all not, in the other movies. She's just no. mentioned as her or uh, Captain Marvel. Or, uh, or, uh, Carol, yeah. Carol or New Girl or, yeah. Or nothing at all, actually. Or I like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just... We're not going into really a lot of problems. Home stuff is so very new. And again, it was a teaser. Yeah, once the next trailer, trailer comes out or... We, we, we will be reviewing it, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. We have to make sure we all see it, though, guys. Come on. And as much as I am excited for that movie... I think I'm a little bit more excited for Dark Phoenix Saga, just because I am so... How dare you! I know, I know, I knew that was going to come, but I love the X-Men, and I'm just going to throw it out. I'm an X-Men fan, too. We're all X-Men fans, but we're not X-Men movie fans. Let's be real. I love, like... Days of Future Past and Logan. Those are the best ones. I try to stay optimistic about it. I'm not going to lie. No, I think it'll be fine. Show, you know? <laughs> it can't, it can't be wrong. <laughs> it can't be worse than Apocalypse. So, no. And if it is, oh my god, how? Yeah. No, no. No, the no, worst would be if it's worse than X-Men. That's impossible. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so back while we're still on movie news, uh, we now know casting for Suicide Squad. Yeah, Polka Dot Man is going to be in the, the movie for some reason. James Gunn, who's done uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, and... The Belko Experiment, he's known yes. for, like, weird, funny horror movies. Yeah, he's producing Brightburn coming out on World of the Weekend. Yeah, I can't wait for that. It's evil Superman. Earth 3 Superman. It's yeah. Earth, in my head, it's Earth 3 Superman. It's, <laughs> it's basically what it is. <laughs> All it is. Wait, so are we actually going to like the Suicide Squad movie? 
I think I'll like it. Okay. James won't. I never. <laughs> won't polka dot man's in it. James automatically hates it. Yeah. Uh, but he's being played by David Dashed Mousian. He was in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp as Kurt, and he's been in the Flash TV show Gotham and The Dark Knight. Nice. So you'll recognize his face. Even if he's covered in polka dots. Like, the thing is, and, and, and behind the scenes, me, Hunter, and Daniel all work at Android Maze Comics. The, so, they know that. Well, <laughs> yes. Anyway. They should know that. But anyway. Maybe they forgot. You know, we have been reveling. They forgot in the next three minutes. I was looking forward to X-Men. So, so yeah, you're been, automatically fired. I'm automatically behind. fired. Exactly. But what we're talking about at work, yeah, it might be the same thing like you did with... Slipknot. Slipknot. I can't remember his name. Uh, where they pumped up him in all the previews and the posters and trailers to die in five minutes, which was this actually ship that's ripped. That's right from, from the comics, yeah. Ripped right from Osterman's mm-hmm. run. Yeah, because Boomerang goes, but he can't fucking leave, and he goes, yeah. "Oh, okay. and then he goes and he kills him. That's exactly. Yeah. But we're right also from. getting Ratcatcher, who's being played by uh, Jennifer version. Yeah, Jennifer version. Yeah, I forget the girl's name. I, mean to, I, can't I had it in the list. I took it down. It's that's something. Fine. It's yeah. it's also still a rumor that she's being that character. Yeah. So maybe because. I could see James Gunn keeping Polka Dot Man and just establishing him as a regular character. Yeah. Because I feel like if his movie does well, they'll do a Suicide Squad 3 with him as well, in it, with him in it. Yeah. And if Polka Dot Man doesn't die... Because they, they also killed off three characters in that movie. They killed off Enchantress. Yeah. They killed off Diablo. Mm-hmm. And they killed off Slipknot. Well, Slipknot always must be yeah. an example. Diablo, I think, isn't dead. I think he's just gone. Is he with Enchantress? I think... Well, Enchantress is gone. June, yeah, June, June Moon is alive. Right. So Enchantress isn't coming back. June might come back, though. Right. This is just because her and Rick love each other. Yeah, which is uh, forced. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah, we're not reading that. And Killer Croc died? No, he's alive. No, he's he's alive. alive. No, that's the whole scene that I always get mad at. Mm. Where they're in Scott the, Eastwood died for some reason. Where they're singing. Where, no, singing with Killer Croc, where he's singing in the room with Amanda Wallace, like, hey, I can give you guys whatever you want. And, she, and he asked for. BET and a forty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. He asked for Black Entertainment Television. Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. the channel. He asked for BET. Yeah, asked for BET and a forty. Yes. Okay. That was his wish. That's why I only remember Killer Croc still be alive. I thought it was the most ridiculous that. thing because everyone else got like, oh, and Holly Queen got a special machine. Oh yeah. Yes, for some reason. Wasn't she in the cage with her? Yes. yes. And then Joker broke Brown. her out. But let's see Ooh. where that story goes. Oh, it goes into Birds of Prey, and then. When Suicide Squad comes out, they'll be like, Joker's not here! Well, yeah. Unless they use Joaquin Phoenix Joker, which I know is in canon, uh, but hey, he looks fine. I, know. I mean, I'm it's excited gonna be for another podcast, but when it comes out this year, I watched we'll it. that trailer, I actually got a tad bit excited for it. Yeah, it look cinematography looks good, the yes. cast is good, it's got yeah. De Niro, it's got Joaquin Phoenix, and it's got someone else. <laughs> and the, other, the, the, the wife yeah. or the mom, she's a big actress, I just don't remember her name. Yeah. Come on, it's on with DC. DC has just announced post-metal, more post-metal <laughs> again. books again, uh, with, with launch of new, uh, with the new Superman Batman book, or Batman Superman, depending on how you want to talk about it, written by Joshua Williamson and art by Dave Riquez. And Brian Michael Bendis might also be uh, on this book as well, you know, and Scott Snyder is going to be a part of it too. Well, of course, I mean, like... No, it's because they're running... It's because uh, Bendis is running his whole imprints, and he wants to make sure everybody gets... He's also right. running Superman. Right. And then Scott Snyder's writing Justice League and the Batman Who Laughs, which is getting a spin-off book, Secret Six. Well, the whole thing spins out from metal, which you all know about. Yeah, yeah. And then... This another spin Then it was Batman Who Laughs, which is a, a yeah. spin-off from metal itself. 
And then and that, now, last uh, last night as well. That's, that's a spin-off. Shot, it's three issues. It's a uh, Batman Last Night on Earth. It's our not Grim Knight. Last Night on Earth. Last Night on Earth is separate. No, but it takes place after Metal no, because it references universe. Metal. Nope, different universe. All He's wearing all the animals. Yeah, it's all from the universe. But with that, you get with the Batman Last. They now extended it an extra issue, For which reasons. we now know is the jumping on point with the new Batman Superman title and what is going to reveal that what. The Batman Who Laughs plan was the entire time. So uh, we'll, we'll see. We kind of don't know what it is 100% yet, because issue 5 only came out this week. Issue 5 just came out. Yeah, so issue 5 just came out, so we don't know exactly what the plan is. But we know between news articles and reports that it's spinning out, and with DC uh, putting out Year of the Villain, we kind of know that that's a spin-out from it. So it's Batman Superman going after Batman Who Laughs. And, and after Batman. the first arc, it's going to be Secret Six, and then Batman, Superman, Galavant, or whatever. Right. It's going to be things like, well, at least we know the first arc is them going after who might be changing. And we know kind of who they are because of the honeycombs they showed us at the end. They did that There's a movie. bunch of them. There's Donna Troy's one of them. Perry White's one of them. Uh, Cheetah's in there, I think. Lex Luthor's in there. Booster, Booster Gold. Gold. That would be there. awesome. John Kent's in there. Yeah, that would be, oh, if they do John Kent and Booster Gold evil forms, that would be insane. I mean, honestly, all that's... Because what are they doing with Booster Gold? I know. They're not doing a blue and gold book, at least that we know. And yeah, if they no, do, I, I will buy it. I will buy it, really. I will buy it. Uh, it would be amazing. DC. Yes, DC, please make blue and gold series. Um, <laughs> but, really, with the Honeycomb, they did this back in DC Nation with Here's the Crisis. Yeah. Where we got to see... Kind of what speculation was and rumors were going to be. Who will survive? Who's, who's the killer? Who's killer? killer. Yeah. It was cool. So I think it is, I think the plus side with DC doing that, it's kind of way going, hey, fans, get in there. It makes fans involved. Mm. I think they kind of spoil a little bit right during uh, one of the other splash pages in Year of the Villain. It's, like, it's a design page of whose like, new evolved form changes, yeah. but I think that might be from the author story. So it kind of blurs the line between yeah, we'll what see in the next couple doing months. in Legion and Snyder's doing his Legion of Doom story and Justice uh, just Doom War story and what Bendis and all them are doing in their stories. Yeah, I can see the line. Secret Six book almost being like the Legion of Doom book in a way where it's just they're doing bad stuff. It'll be short-lived probably. I don't want to like throw it out there. It's never. It's, it's Secret Six. I mean, It'll probably go for like twelve issues, and then the book will turn into Legion of Doom eventually. Right. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do a Legion of Doom book. Exactly. I know Snyder wants to do every six issues, but just like Marvel's doing yes. Avengers One Million, but yes. they should just spin the Legion of Doom into a book because I hate reading Justice League, and then it's like one issue of Lex and Company, and then it's Justice League, and then one issue, especially since it breaks up the Justice League stuff. It does. It really truly really does. I don't mind that play so much. When it comes to it not being a full series, and it's kind of just like, hey, it's like a series of one shots. Yeah, the villains are doing this. Yeah, and so you kind of see some backstory without having it to interrupt the story. I feel like they should have just done it because you know every five, every six issues they do the one. Yeah, they should have just had backup three or four pages now. Issue, yes, because if you do six books with three or four pages back issues, it equals one book. Right. So they should have just been a couple issues because then you get to see it every time of what they're doing, exactly. not just one issue that interrupts the story. I feel like it should have just been continuous. And that's that's and I I agree with you at that point where it's like it, it kind of gets lacked and it kind of gets lost in its own. Because like I'll be reading lost. I'll be reading the Justice League New Earth or whatever with the whole evil society, yeah. and then it's like here's a break with the Doom guys, and I'm like eh, Joker and Lex cool, and, and then, then it jumps back to the Justice League fighting. It's right. like oh yeah, no, you're right. It's just that it's 
not a problem. It's just that it's not it, a problem. It, it's just a little annoying to it, me. Yeah, it is. You know, is you're not the only person that feels that way. Mm. And and I bet I think the back three pages story would have been a better would have been easier. Yes. But I think I mean I know you have some stuff with Scott Snyder, but I think yeah. I know what he's. I think he knows. What I he's think doing. he knows. I think he... He's I, really good at planning things. Yes, so. I think he has an idea. His idea is grandiose, mm-hmm. but I think it's not being executed properly because you have really two different writers on the book. You have Snyder doing the, the Just League story part. Mm-hmm. You know, Just League going through the Sixth Dimension, the Just League, you know... I think Tynan's also helping. Tynan's doing the Legion of Doom stories. Oh, okay. So I should have just gave Tynan the Legion of Doom book. I mean, hey, we all want our characters to have their books, but it's the world we live in. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it does spin out eventually, though. Yeah, Especially but, with the year of the villains going on. I feel like after that, maybe it'll just be like, and here's a Legion of Doom book. Because yeah, why not? If the Legion of Doom survives this. Well, yeah. Let's hopefully. Yeah. Know. I mean, we know some of them will. But if you haven't read the year of the villain, you skip over the next couple seconds, because I'm going to give you a big spoiler. In the year of the villain, one shot, it's talking about Lex is setting, uh, Lex is setting up a whole, his plan has come to fruition. We know he has to sacrifice someone, and that's himself. And it ends with an explosion of him killing himself. That's what we. That's what they show us. It's set, mm-hmm. and then he's become a Martian human hybrid. Mm. It's in the book, mm. which they actually show like the honey, one of the honeycomb pages and about the grand design, the uh, oh, design page, which I guess kind of spoils the book itself and kind of what yeah. the plans was. But you don't really well, the story for the sleep. But since we're still in the Top of anti-heroes and like bad guys. I guess we're a bunch of bad guys coming kind of fan group. Um, we like the bad guys, yeah. Of course we like that. Hulu and Marvel, thank God, has announced a new Ghost Rider live action series and a brand new Jamie uh, brand new Hellstrom series coming to Hulu in 2020. Which is exciting because that is next year. When you read that, you're like 2020 is far away. It's May right now. That is it's coming soon. On the plus side, the two series will incorporate the Ghost Rider series will be Robert Reyes. And they're taking Gabriel Luna from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So they're not recasting, they're not taking anything out, they're just throwing him in there. It's supposed to be about his relationship with Johnny Blaze as well. So hopefully. That's what they said in the uh, article that we were reading. Yeah, hopefully we get to see more of Johnny because the only time last time we saw him on any sort of Marvel property besides the awful Cage movie Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield for like 10 seconds. Yeah, he's like, the rider touched me and I became Ghost Rider. And I was (laughs) like, okay. So, so that's kind of where we're at with at least Ghost Rider, but then we also have Hellstrom, which, which is, is going to be... It's Damien and his sister, Anna? In the book, she's Satana. Yeah, but oh, Anna, Satana, maybe that. Okay. Right. And they're... It's very... Which is funny. It's very... I feel like it's going to be very similar to the, the Blossom Triple Six series that's out, where they're both trying to be the Antichrist. Yeah, I think... They also in, said the book's supposed to be... Uh, the book. The uh, show's supposed to be, like, about them fighting other demons, solving things. It's kind of like a detective story. Right. And they're just trying to... F- they're also fighting off demons because they have demonic daddy issues. Right. So. And that's what it is. It, it, you know, it's going to be like Lucifer if actually Lucifer was a detective show. Yeah. A it, true if Lucifer wasn't a comedy. Yeah. Which we said, actually, on Netflix. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm still a season of mind, But yeah, so whatever. I would watch it tonight anyway. Yeah, that's what it's really going to be. Really surprised that. And I'm surprised actually where we're Hellstrom as a... That was a weird one. I knew, like, I mean, down deep down in my soul, I knew they were going to do a Ghost Rider story or a Ghost Rider show because we've been asking for it. They had Gabriel Luna and everybody cast, and then they just tossed him aside because the Asian Shield went up into space and Ghost Rider didn't go. So they're like, what are they going to do with him? Glad that they put him on a Hulu thing. But Hellstrom, I feel like Hellstrom will probably come. Ghost Rider will be first. That'll be the first show. Oh, yeah. And then 
in one episode they'll have Damien and Satana there, and then they'll be like, just how they did with Flash and Arrow from the Arrow show, where Barry makes an appearance, the end of the episode, it's like the Barry origin story, and then the show started a couple months later. That's what they'll do with this. I, they'll show them in I hell or something, or... Yeah. I, hope that's, yeah. I hope that's what they go with. It'll be um, easy to just, because they're both about hell and stuff, so honestly, the demons. It's funny, because there's a rumor going around about it being called the, the Vengeance Line of, uh, of shows. And who is going to be the Vengeance the Line? The Vengeance Line? Yeah, which will be things like Blade and Moon Knight. Runaways they can incorporate. There's some Vengeance. I mean, I know it's teen drama, but there's some Vengeance going <laughs> well, on. Actually, it's funny that you brought up Runa- Runaways. <coughs> Moon Knight. Um, <laughs> I always joke about uh, Moon Knight. Like, oh, Runaways. <laughs> yes. Vengeance, Moon Knight. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, I think the Runaways... The Runaways not being incorporated makes sense because they have. You see that now that they're airing off Reform? Yeah. So it looks like, oh, it's just like Cloak and Dagger. Right. I think they'll cross That's over. That's the crossover. Yeah. Because they're both Runaways. And they're both teens. Yeah. You can incorporate the same. Plus, element. whatever show doesn't go well, like if Cloak and Dagger gets canceled, they just throw them out of the Runaways. Yeah, exactly. Easy. For a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like Arcs. Exactly. Yeah. And then bring in Moon Knight. Yeah, let's oh, let's try to bring in Moon Knight. <laughs> let's finally if we get Ghost Rider, let's get Moon Knight. If we say please enough, I mean... Hey, maybe yes. in the the Hellstrom show, they fight the werewolf by midnight, werewolf by night, yes. right. and, then and then Moon Knight cool. shows up. Moon Knight shows up. There's your first appearance of Moon Knight. Let's get it. So I think you're both asking for a We're asking thing. for a lot. <laughs> right. But then again... Like we're not. We're asking for... something that can go right. So you're, you're, you're looking for a good Batman show. That's what you want. Exactly. Not that's that's fun. <laughs> It's not out of their own possibilities because we are getting a Howard the Duck show. So, it's, you know, it is animated, is... but it's still happening. Howard the Duck. And it's Howard the Duck. Yeah. And Modoc. Like <laughs> I can't wait for Howard the Duck. It's going to be written by Kevin Smith. Let's go. I mean, yes. I mean, Kevin Smith. Come on. He gave us clerks. He gave yeah. us a lot, too. He, a lot. he gave us a lot. Longbow Hunters from Green Arrow. Tusk. Great movie. Yes. You have, you have, I oh, it. They're supposed to be weird. He's got one coming up called Moose Jaws, which is Canadian Jaws, as That's it sounds. Amazing. Yeah. Christmas. Can't wait. He's so ridiculous, but I love him. I, I is love there him. a release date for this? How would the best thing No. Uh, it's next, uh, the next year, I think. Yeah, they it's said. all 2020. It's going to be part of the Hulu Marvel movement, because once the Netflix shows stop, because Jessica Jones comes out to next month. Yeah, Yeah. Once that ends, that's done. No more Netflix. And then they're going to do the Hulu stuff, so it'll be a little bit. Yeah. And then eventually they said the Netflix shows, once the license runs out, they'll just put them on Hulu. Yeah. So it, it's, they're not going to take them off Netflix, but they're not going to be exclusive anymore. Right. Yeah. They're right. going to just be on Hulu. Yeah. That makes sense. Because that's the new Marvel thing, which yeah. is really weird. Just like Hulu is the new Marvel. Like, oh, Hulu's owned by Disney. That's, that's why. No, I was like, wait, wait, I'll let you get that. And then Disney Plus is doing its whole, but that's Well, Disney thing. Plus, oh, actually, really. how Disney Plus might work for us comic book fans, it's going to be more of it's gonna break down certain things so you'll have two sections for you know your kids stuff your old kids disney movies all that stuff you'll have your star wars section in an actual star wars section. yeah they're setting everything up right so it's yeah. all it all came out from the um i can't remember the word. marvel summit it's not a marvel summit uh investors meeting investors. that's what okay. it was during the investors meeting <clears throat> they showed like what the system looked like that's how they announced they showed all the shows coming out for like marvel with loki and bucky falcon and vision scott witch thing yeah but everything is all with Green Assault. Yeah, all Hawkeye. Uh, everything is with Green Assault because we don't know 100% if anything's going to happen. And Hulu kind of is a testing ground. It's a way, it is definitely a testing ground. It's a way for them to do Because they tried out the Runaways. Who, who knew that was going to be successful? Yeah, no one did. No one did. No one did. No one did. And now we got a second season and a third one. Mikey Horn did. <laughs> well, yeah. He knew it was going to be good. <laughs> but really what happened was Hulu's a great testing ground for some of their properties. 
because it doesn't force their customers and consumers to buy Disney Plus yeah. if they test out some of their stuff on Hulu. And a lot of you already have Hulu because of things like smart TVs or you know certain subscriptions. Hulu is free as long as you don't. Right. If you can deal with a hundred commercials. Right. You know. And if you pay for the seven dollars. Like it's I free. know Spotify has it with Hulu. Yeah, you get free. Yeah. yeah. So it's a way to trust it without having to force people to get it. Yeah, because Disney Plus is going to be was it seven or eight dollars or something like that. Uh, or they haven't announced I'm, I'm it yet. Double check it. Maybe I'll see if I got it. It's pretty it. cheap, but it's it's. It, I feel like it's just same with like the DC Universe thing. It's yeah, they got a couple good shows, yeah. but it's right now they have just Titans and Doom Patrol. And then they have a bunch of the Batman movies and stuff, yeah, and animated. Yeah. Uh, I use the DC app. They're also time. trying to launch all the the other shows, but that takes yeah. a while. Swamp Thing just got a poster yeah. the other day. I think it had a release date of like June or July. One thing is with the DC app is that it's great if you want to catch up on stuff. It's all the it's a library, the library yeah. of comics, a library of DC media. The drawback is the only new properties that they have on there are things like Titans, Young Justice, oh, Young Justice Outsiders, Doom yeah. Patrol. Those are your new stuff that's getting really sold. And they have the other slew of And then everything content. else is going to be coming out slowly. So Another good not, thing about it is the animated movies get thrown on immediately. Yes. Or the day after they come yes. out on Blu-ray or whatever, yes. which is yeah. so good. Yeah, so I hated running to the store and getting them. Right, is that, that's how I watched mm-hmm. Just Leaving the Five. Yeah. Awesome movie. Oh, set, it's, it's set in the, uh, the, the animated Yeah, which is awesome. Awesome. But that's what the thing is with the, the app. It's not meant for... Jump in there. It's not. It's not meant to replace Hulu or Netflix with, where they have a slew of brand new content all the time. Yeah. It's meant to be like, hey, you're it's a like fan. a niche thing, right? And that's why I think Disney Plus is going to be the same thing. Where it's, it's definitely going to be niche, right? But they will have the three biggest properties: yes. Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars. Yes, that service yeah. is going to be the. I mean, I don't want to do Netflix, but it's kind of what it is because they're taking all the Marvel movies, yep. all the Star Wars movies, all the Star Wars shows, all the Marvel everything, yeah. and all the Disney shows, even from the current stuff, yeah. Ducktales and stuff. Just everything's going to be on there. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's just going to be. It's, it's going to be, be like TV. It's going to be small yeah. Netflix because Netflix has like you know international yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is, you know, that's what Marvel is. But while we're still talking about Marvel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tangents. Exactly. <laughs> well, so sorry, well, we're still talking about Marvel. We're going to switch gears a little bit and we'll do our topic of the day, which is going to Topic be- of the day! <laughs> we're just going to focus <laughs> on the history and all favorite moments of Ghost Rider. With the announcement of the new Ghost Rider series, we thought it would kind of be a better way to touch on our favorite. It's like a launch point for the topic. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which would be our, you know, checking out our favorite, our favorite, our favorite Flaming Skull biker. Not anymore, really. But he's so- in a car now. But we'll get to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, a little history of Ghost Rider. There's been more than one, clearly, in the, in the Marvel Universe. I would say DC. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I know. <laughs> Within the Marvel Universe, uh, we know fans only really know about three. The they, three big ones. Yes. The but there's been are Johnny Blaze, at least like 10. Way more than that. We know with other big three Johnny Blaze, Dan Ketch, and my wrist. My wrist. Being the, the show, Johnny Blaze being his mentor, kind of. Kind show. of. I hope they do like expand on that. But what really what will be history goes right goes way before that. I'm going back to Marvel Spotlight. The first appearance of what we know as Cold Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze was with Marvel Spotlight number five in August 1972, in which Johnny Blaze was a uh biker. If you want to call that? I don't know. He was stuntman. Yeah, he was stuntman. He worked for a circus. But with that, you have Johnny who. Trying to save his adopted father, gave up his soul to, at the time, we now know as Mephesto, 
It was just then, a demon. It was back just then. A, he was actually Satan. Actually, in the original cover, it's just mm-hmm. called Satan. Okay. He's just called Satan. And because of that, he would become his spirit of vengeance, where he would just transform at night, similar to the original idea of in the Incredible Hulk, where he would only transform at night. Yeah. Keeping that horror element together. Years later, they kind of reconned that, where Johnny could then transform whenever he wanted. A um, lot better for or, writing, too. A lot better for writing. Exactly. Whenever he wanted, or in incidents, forced to transform. Without getting too much into this history, secondary would, the second Ghost Rider that we know of is Danny Kench, which appeared in Ghost Rider number one, volume three, in 1990. That's mine and Danielle's Ghost that Rider. Also, I just want to interject on that. That's actually my favorite Ghost Rider. Yeah. Movie because all Danny did was touch the motorcycle and he gets the powers. And I'm just like, that's so cool. Like, you know, I, I mean, I touch a Jeep or I touch lotion or whatever. I can't get any cool powers. So. Demon lotion. I mean, Demon lotion. This is the first thing. Well, because we have lotion on the table, because somebody needed lotion. Don't ask. Danny Ketch until Ultimate Alliance back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. Because they made a comment about it in one of the dialogue options. But because I knew Johnny Blaze with the Daniel Ketch outfit. After Daniel Ketch ran his course, they just kept the look of Ghost Rider being like a metal, heavy metal character yep. and just yeah. called him Johnny Blaze instead of using the blue jumpsuit that right. he was originally in for Ghost Rider number one. Yes. Well, that, that was a stunt suit for the. Yeah, it was a stunt suit that just yeah. put a funny skull in. Then after. Clearly after Danny, they had to be the new Ghost Rider, because he ran his course, we're not spoiling the stories, he ran his course, Johnny eventually becomes Ghost Rider again, for a small time, and then... Not even for a small time, that's the Ghost Rider I grew up with, yeah. it was for a long time, yeah. it's probably yeah, for so upwards of 10 years of Ghost Rider, without any, like, 90, movement. 98, I think it was, oh, 99? Johnny Blaze's reintroduction. Johnny, yeah. Oh, Johnny was in Danny's book. He was always around, but I'm yeah. saying, like, his jump from... No Danny to just Johnny. No, it wasn't until Fear Itself was the first time we saw a new Ghost Rider, which was Alejandro. That's what Alejandro Jones took over as Ghost Rider. That's he was trained by Adam, and it was a whole secret set of people training to be the new Spirit of Vengeance okay. in Brazil. But then it wasn't until 2014 where we got rid of Johnny, because even in Alejandro's book, she was still tied to Johnny. Johnny was her mentor. We never, of, got, we never really got rid of Johnny. He was in the Thunderbolts. Right. He was in, in all the Red Hulk Thunderbolts. He was in, yeah, he was always making appearances, but he never really had his own book. Right. But, I mean, Johnny himself as the lead Ghost Rider was gone for a while. And it wasn't yeah. until 2014 where we got kind of past Johnny and everything. Yeah. Which we got in only Ghost Rider number one. With, yeah. Uh, in 2014 with Rod Red. He's actually one of my favorite Ghost Riders. Out of all the ones that we know, even in the main four, he's probably my favorite. Like, I grew up with Johnny and I love his the motorcycle thing, but... Reading the 2014 All New Ghost Rider with the whole change. I remember talking to you about it before I was yeah. even a worker there. Just being like, they have a new Ghost Rider? What's happening? He drives a car? Yeah. It was just so cool to see. Oh, he yeah, it was just so cool. motorcycle license. That's totally what it is. So, they said, we'll give you the souped up Dodge Charger instead. That'd be dope. One of my favorite Ghost Rider moment is actually Robbie's transformation from Robbie to Ghost Rider when he's getting chased by the cops because there's drugs in the back of the car and they just shoot him up without any explanation and he just dies 
wakes up the next day, comes back as the Ghost Rider. He's like, how did I get home? I just got killed. And we see flashbacks of him as the Ghost Rider tearing through the cops. And it's just it's great to see just his transformation. Then you find out all his backstory with the uncle and his brother. And it just right. gets crazy. It does get in-depth. And they it's the one Ghost Rider that's not tied to Xanathos, which all the other Ghost Riders have in common. Xanathos is the spirit of vengeance. Think of him as kind of Marvel's Spectre. He just, it's, whether it's Danny, it was Johnny, Alejandra, you know, Vengeance, which is a, a side character that was introduced in the 90s. Was the White Rider also connected to that um, one? Yes. Okay. So, going back to the actual history of the Ghost Rider name, for a long time, there's a actual cowboy from the Western series, which was Ghost Rider. He was called Ghost Rider because of his all-white suit and his albino horse, he, uh, the albino horse he rode. They mentioned him in the Ghost Rider movie. That's yeah. Car- that's, that's Carter. Yeah, we see him. Yeah. We actually see him in the movies. He transforms and he rides alongside Johnny. Yeah. And we, he'll, we'll see him again now in Journey the Mystery. Which is going to be crazy. In the mini- it's number three, yeah. yeah for one race. For the realms. But the problem with that, they went back. And just like a lot of comic companies did, they kind of redid some of their older names and reintroduced them in as time went on. It gets more confusing for newer readers if they just right. have, he was the original Ghost Rider, but then there's four other Ghost Riders. Right, so, so it's kind of yeah. easier to be like, Johnny Blaze was a Ghost Rider, and, and Carter was just like the original namesake, because he's not tied to Spirit of Vengeance. Even though he is yeah. in the movie, he's not tied in the books. Uh, same thing... Johnny, Danny, Alejandra, Robbie, they all have their own st- different styles, their own different weapons. They all kind of look and feel to each one of them. And they all tie, like I said, back to the Nazo story. Except for Robbie, yeah. And even Robbie now has. Well, now, in I haven't read much of the Avengers stuff, but I know he's getting into that. Originally, started, it was just his crazy satanic uncle. Right. And they started with that, but... I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> the problem is, they kind of all brought it back together. And again, as I brought up, it's the Avengers, if you're not reading it, it's, it's starring Ed McGinn's and Jason Aaron's run on Avengers. See Johnny start using things like the pen and stare. Robbie. Uh, Robbie, sorry. Yeah. Robbie using pen and stare like he's, he's never done that before. He Being kind a, of did it in his... He didn't? No. Nope. I thought he did it once by accident nope, in, his, in the the four, the four on the floor run with the spider it, thing. Nope, he only did it during the... No, Marvel, Marvel Avengers Legacy. Okay, that's... Yeah, I knew he did it by accident once. He doesn't... By accident, that's how he blows up the sovereign. Yeah. And they're like, oh, how'd you do it? And he's like, I don't know. And I know he did it by accident. Yeah, he did it by accident in Marvel X number one. So now we see a bit of tie. We see that in Doctor Strange Damnation. Doth. Which goes back to Johnny. And now Johnny's the king of hell. Yeah, because he defeats Mephisto and plummets to hell and becomes the king. Which is the next story arc. Which is now the current next story arc. After War of the Realms and the Vampire Wars, it's... Well, I mean, Vampire Wars over. Well, yeah, but but Blade's still on the team traveling into... He's a permanent Avenger now. Really? I didn't yeah. think. I thought they. No Because they said there was a rotating slot. Right. The yeah. Doctor Strange slot was rotating, yeah. and that was where Blade filled in, and that's yeah. where. Uh, I mean, but I guess that makes sense because the next arc, they're not adding anybody. They're just going to hell with Johnny Blaze and Robbie. So right. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, keep them for now. It's I'm not going to complain. I love Blade. I'm just, you know. Yeah. I was a little disappointed it wasn't Hell of the Bell. <laughs> yeah, when they Do teased you everything. That when they teased that, I was like, come on. How I think he's going to be in the annual? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. He might be on, I um, believe he's going to be in the annual. Yeah, I think all well, the, the new team of Render, I think so. But anyway, I remember you talking about it a couple yeah. weeks ago. But with the Ghost Rider, I forgot. I have done my favorite. Yeah, I was about to ask yeah, you what's your favorite moment. What you done when you're talking? Yeah, no, I forgot my favorite moment of Ghost Rider. Actually, my favorite moment of Ghost Rider is Damnation, 
But even beyond that, it was actually my favorite moment of Ghost Rider ever actually comes from the Fantastic Four animated TV show. Yeah? <laughs> I, 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 I know what he's talking about. I don't remember that. <laughs> so, in the Fantastic Four animated TV show, Galactus is there. And he's standing there. And all of a sudden, Ghost Rider just pulls up on his bike. And it's Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. He pulls up on his bike and he stares at Galactus and goes, Repent for all the th- all the sins you committed. And Pennant stares Galactus. Yeah, yeah, I actually remember that. And I'm like, that would never. I, I look back down that episode now, and he turns his back and he leaves. Yeah. He beats Galactus and just rides off. There's no oh, yeah. conversation with anyone else. Which he means the writers needed a scapegoat. And he left. <laughs> <laughs> and he just leaves. And I'm like, I'm looking back now as an adult, and even looking at comics, I'm like, yeah, that works. It does. Though. It works 100. percent It works 100. percent yeah. But the problem is, like, to say only works for people that. Feel guilty. I don't think he feel. I don't think he wants to feel guilt about eating. He's hungry. Yeah, yeah. he's hungry. You know, he probably feels guilt about killing a bunch of people, but he needs to hunger. Yeah, Galactus hunger. But that's why it's my favorite. My favorite Ghost Rider moment is because it's so random in the episode. Yeah, because he just shows up, does his thing, and leaves. I'm Ghost Rider. Okay. Well, it's oh. not like where the thing was just be like, oh my god, my aunt doing this. Yeah, he does the same thing. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just, oh, just shows up. He just shows up, yeah. and it's, it's just a, it's my favorite. It's the moment that stays with me forever because he wasn't on many shows, and he, the fact that he just showed up. Yeah. And he collapsed and then left. Yeah. Didn't talk to anyone. Nothing. Well, now that James has beaten all of our moments. Wait. Before, we haven't talked about the best Ghost Rider of them all. Cosmic Ghost Rider. We skipped out on oh, Cosmic Ghost did. Rider. Yeah. Don't even. You can't stop me from this. Cosmic okay. Ghost Rider. Right, Cosmic Frank Ghost Castle. Rider. <laughs> and he's got baby Thanos. Okay. And they're sitting in the bar drinking. And the guy goes. The bartender just like. No, man, the baby's cool. Yeah. Like, that is just, I don't know what it was, but that's like the funniest thing ever. The introduction of Cosmic Ghost Rider was insane. Right. In the Thanos mm-hmm. book with uh, Donny Cates, you didn't see it coming. No. You knew Ghost Rider was there because he was like, hey, I'm Cosmic Ghost Rider. You don't know the reveal until like three or four issues in. They re- they give him a whole backstory. They reveal it's Punisher. How do you, oh, how do you talk that? that it's Frank Castle. Like, so, of all the things he's done, him being a Ghost Rider in space, it's one of the weirdest right. things so, Punisher's a done. A little backstory on what Country Ghost Rider is and Frank Castle, because I completely skipped Sorry for the right. tangent. You didn't great. mention him, and I had to bring it up. <laughs> but, so Country Ghost Rider itself, in the story, spoilers for anyone has read it, Frank Castle, it's Thanos' wind story arc from Down Kids Run, or Thanos', Thanos mini series slash, I won't call it yeah, He had the last arc in the Thanos yeah. book. Yeah. So in the story, Thanos comes to Earth, and beats all the heroes. Frank Castle dies in the process, makes the old Manifesto, and comes back to Earth as Ghost Rider. In the process, that uh, Galactus comes to Earth, and with Galactus. Yeah, go, uh, Frank rides around for years, has nothing to do, and goes, this sucks, Galactus finally comes by, tries to eat the Earth, and he goes, take me with you, please. <laughs> he, he offers himself to be a herald of Galactus. To also kill Thanos, too. To kill Thanos. That's all it is. Yeah. To, to kill Thanos, so he becomes... Cosmic Ghost Rider at that moment. But then the fight with Galactus doesn't work. Galactus gets down in one shot. Yeah, Obliterated. He gets beat by Thanos. And in turn, he offers himself to be the right hand of Thanos, which makes him a new title, but it's not a new title. It's like he's a, he's a pretty much a he's member. Bl- he's basically Black Order. He's a member of the Black Order. Yeah, he's the last he's remaining still, one. Yeah, but he's still Cosmic Ghost and he, so that's the history of Cosmic Ghost Rider. Thanos really just uses him for the penance stare so he can see death and see all this stuff again and remind him of the good old days or right. whatever. So that's really the brief history of Ghost Rider. 
Ghost Rider from his first appearance. It's a little bit harder. To the new stuff. To the new stuff. <laughs> uh, we're not going into super spoiler territory because if you ever want to check out any of the, any and all of these books that we talk about, you know, go to your comic shop, come out, ask them about anything we bring up in the show. Or you can always email us or anything like that about anything that we do cover in the show. And now with that, we'll go into our, our reviews of the week, our top three picks of the, the week. Book the, book the book report. The book report. The book report. Well, I decided that I was going to take a gander at an independent book that has a lovely title called The Ice Cream Man. Very misleading. I know. Very misleading. It's one of those books where you can, um, you know, get the cracks get out of you. It also makes you, you know, take a step back and, like, how do I put this? It's like, and the world is like against you, and you just kind of want something bad to happen, like to somebody else in a way. It's like this book is that. That's what I get. So, what's your favorite? What are your likes and dislikes about the book? Well, I definitely like the artwork. <laughs> the artwork's always Oh, who's the book done by? It is done by Maxwell Prince, and the art is by Martin Morazzo. Yeah. His artwork's been stand-up the entire time. Exactly. It's it's on issue 12 right now, which is hitting shelves tomorrow, which is going to be, tomorrow's the 8th. Tomorrow's the 8th. Tomorrow is the 8th. We've already had date problems. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly we can't Um, keep all the dates together. They spun that show into a movie, right? They want to do a... Yes, they are. A show into a movie. No, the, the, they turn the comic into a show. (laughs) James Cotman. Comic into a show. Anthology, too. Yeah. This week's book Right now, when you guys go out and read this, if you're like, what the heck, Danielle, you know, remember, it's an opinion show. I think of whatever I want to think. It <laughs> kind of reminded me of 2001, A Space Odyssey, with a bigger twist on it. Okay. Noah Smith is traveling through space. He's been in space for over three years. The Earth was demised by disease and people freezing to death and whatnot, uh, so global warming. And also weapons of mass destruction that were actually created to and were designed uh, what they did. Um, Noah Smith had a family at one point, and he's he's thinking about his family. So he it's going through him having these memories, and then all of a sudden there's a there's an invasion on his ship, and it's these giant spiders. And if you've ever read this book before, um, when the ice cream man actually gives you ice cream. It's ice cream, but the last scoop always has, like, bugs and, you know, centipedes in it, like, this nasty stuff. So, he ends up showing up towards the end of the book, and he's just really creepy looking. He looks Um, depraved, almost. Yeah, but the thing is is that he doesn't have lips, and it's kind of like his gums with, like, you know, really skinny teeth, and it's just kind of like, it's like anything you ever witnessed in a nightmare. That's this. Unsettling. Yes. And he's killed several astronauts in the past, and Noah is his next victim now. And then the other, the regular ice cream man shows up at the end and says his famous line of lickety split because he likes everything done fast. And we are on hiatus with Ice Cream Man until July. So highly recommend that you pick up issue 12 because I thought it was really good. And then in the meantime, until July, if you're missing any issues, know that volumes one and two of the trade are out. 
my favorite thing for Ice Cream Man is each issue you can jump on at any point. Each right. issue does They're it. one shot. Yes. Yeah. They follow a story, but in a its story is a loose word for it. It's it's right. basically an anthology book, right. which is what they're doing with the show. Yeah. I think that's really cool because you can buy any book you want right. and it'll just it's very, you won't be lost. It, it was cool when it first came out and, I, and why I kind of latched on with with Ice Cream Man from the beginning was it was Twilight Zone in book form. Yeah, exactly. It's Twilight Zone yeah. book form. And I'm a huge fan of Rockstar and Twilight Zone. Even Keen Peele. Um, the new one. The new one. Jordan Peele, sorry. Jordan Peele's uh, Twilight Zone now is fantastic. So yeah. every time an issue of Ice Man comes out, I immediately go, cool. I can, it satisfies that horror, sci-fi Yeah, element. it fills a void. Right. Yeah. And they can do a little bit more in this because there's no budget restrictions. There's no yeah. actors. There's nothing. They do, and they can go as, as gory, as horror as they want, or as sci-fi as they want. Or as psychological as they want without having to pitch it in a, t- in a TV show. Especially, honestly, with you, well, out of out of five, would you give this, Danny? Out of a five, I would definitely give this a four. Yeah. Because yeah. I I liked issue eleven better. That's my favorite issue. I was gonna that bring was, up. I mean, issues. because issue eleven was this guy stuck in reality TV, which is hilarious. Which is, I mean, if you see a lot of the garbage that is on television <laughs> nowadays, unless you have streaming services. <laughs> you know, whether you're watching, you know, the silly Kardashians or something on, you know, one of those crazy channels. Yeah, I'm not going to say any names. Uh, <laughs> Me, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy gets caught in this massive reality show and he's trying to get out and he can't. And every time he thinks he's getting out, it's him going to another set. It's awesome. And it's just the greatest thing ever. That's my favorite issue. James, do you have a favorite issue? Uh, actually, man, I only got to read the first six of the series. Mm. Uh, but one of my favorite issues, actually, of that original part of the series was the ice cream issue where each, where it's a breakdown reality. So the main character of the issue goes and gets ice cream for the ice cream man. But each time, each panel, the page is broken up into a nine, a classic nine panel format. So go to uh, Mr. Miracle? Yes. Vision? Yes. So it's a classic nine panel format. So each panel, each first panel kind of does a different flavor and a different color scheme. So you have the strawberry one, the yellow one, and the chocolate one. Oh yeah, it's a three-story set of yes. it's a different ending. I know that one. To the issue where the guy is playing with the dog. Yeah, It's the three-scoop issue. It's a three-scoop issue. Yes. 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 That that's is my favorite that's a issue. One. That's probably yes. my second favorite one. Because it's just so twisted because you get to see all the outcomes happen and you're reading it and you don't have to you can read it. You can read it in linear color. Yeah. Order, you can read it literally as the story just happens, and you're the you know all known reader, or you just pick and choose whatever you think is the favorite, your favorite story. Or yeah. you know, and it kind of it's, it's that pick and choose like classic story that yeah. we got we grew, yeah, yeah. we grew up with. So, I think that's my favorite of the ones I've read so far. The There's also the issue with the little girl who's seeing her dead friend who had just passed from cancer. Oh, that was a tough and one, to that was through. a tough issue because it touched on two topics. It was kids and their imagination, and it also touched on the topic of schizophrenia. Right. Because if you are any anybody familiar with schizophrenia, schizophrenia is developed between the ages of like like eight and like seventeen years old or something. Like that. And the parents are upset because they think that the little girl, you know, Kayla, their daughter thinks that her friend Kayla is still alive, but she had died from cancer, so. There are scenes in the book where they're playing on a swing set and they're playing on a jungle gym and 
they, yeah. the parents like don't really know what to do and then finally at the end the little girl like comes to terms where she's like you know Kayla's dead so it's kind of like you can take it as maybe she has mental illness but maybe she's like the ice cream man manipulates yeah. reality so, exactly yeah. so that's the but I guess craziness of him that's why that book the book is so sensitive I'm glad I got picked up as a show it works oh 100% yeah but we'll go from dark horror surrealism to more of our normal DC actionness. Batman and the Outsiders. <laughs> it's well, going into this book. I didn't think it was going to be as I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I do. I don't really like a lot of the characters on the team. Batman's no. great, obviously, but it's not really a Batman book. Right. It's got Black Lightning, uh, Signal, which is Duke Thomas, the new almost Robin. He was from We Are Robins, mm-hmm. and then he launched into that Orphan, and then Katana. I like Orphan a lot. She's probably my favorite character in the book. The book's actually done by Brian Hill and Dexter Soy. He does the artwork. It's really well put together with the art. There's one of the panels with Sophia, one of the new characters, who is part of the ARC program. She uh, gets thrown off a bridge into a exploding truck, and she just catches on fire and walks out unscathed. <laughs> She's just... Oh, I, I, can't, I, can't wait to, I can't wait for the next issue. I'm actually really excited. Right. They introduce a bunch of new characters in Sophia... And in this mysterious dude who threw Sophia off the bridge. And then with this guy, Caliber, right at the end, who we don't know anything about besides he's from the future. Let's see, actually, that's, I'm a huge Batman and Outsiders fan. Yeah. Going back to when the team first formed as a split the group for Justice, uh, for Justice League. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, when it was during the Batman RP story, when Alfred led the group, it was Owlman, and it was like, it was Alfred and Owlman and Katana and all of them. I'm actually glad they brought it back. It's kind of a team. It was Batman's. Team and I, you know, especially because it spun out of Detective, which is cool. Yeah, it spun out of the outside the window arc. Yeah, which actually makes sense because Detective before this was like kind of the supporting cast book. Yeah, and then they spun it into just Batman being a detective again, and this is the supporting cast book, which is great. Yeah, I love all that because I, when Orphan, uh, when she left Detective, I was like, where are they gonna put her? She's one of my favorite characters right now in the DC stuff. I'm glad they put her in another book. Out of five, where did you get this one? Probably get a four. There's some stuff I didn't like. Mostly the Batman stuff. I understand it's still technically a Batman book, but he's in it for like three or four pages, and he doesn't do anything. He just goes, I'm Batman. Do they trust you? Black Lightning? And he goes, no. And he's like, make them trust you, and he leaves. And it's just, why? Okay. And then he sets them up to go fight the ARC program people. Right. And he literally just leaves. He goes, you guys got this, right? And he goes, I guess. And then Batman leaves. So what you, he doesn't your, do anything. What's your high point of the book? High point of the book is the uh, story-wise or art, like just in general. general. Uh, the artwork is definitely the, my favorite part of it. The artwork just looks so good. It's one of the better. Uh, I don't recognize Dexter Soy as an artist from other books, but he is definitely going to be one that's going to keep coming, right. and I can't wait to see more. Yeah, man. I think my high point in this book is definitely going to be uh, Hunter's impression of Batman because. <laughs> That was great. I'm glad that this is on new number one. Check it out. It's going to hit shelves this week. Hit stores tomorrow. 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 So if you're a Batman fan or an Outsiders fan or a combination of all, you're a detective fan, you'll love this book. Especially if you're a detective fan because it's just the team. It's being out right in comics. You'll kind of love this book. Definitely check it out. So going from that to another mega event and a brand new number one, my book I'm covering this week, is War of Realms, New Agents of Atlas, uh, number one by Greg Pack and Lynn Gang. Oh, I'm trying to not torture <laughs> the name, so bear with me as I do this. Gang Duke Lim. Hopefully it's not offensive, I'm just 
trying not to butcher the so name. I definitely butchered David Dash Jalman's yeah. last name, so you're all good. Because <laughs> when you guys gotta pick books where you know how to pronounce the name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, New Age of Atlas, if you guys don't know. Age of Atlas first premiered in a What If? I think 67. I'm not, don't quote me on any of the names. Whereas if, if at the time it was What If the Avengers form now, which was like BD Man and Marvel Boy and Venus and Gorilla Man as a team, uh, they kind of reappear every time there's a mega event that happens. They appeared in actually Totally Awesome Hulk. Right. Most of the team from that book appeared so in Totally Awesome Hulk. This, the history of the team itself, they premiere, they appear whenever kind of event happens. Mostly Greg Pak. Right. <laughs> uh, but really, it's, it revolves around Agent Jimmy Woo, MI-13, which is a secret British government agency. He now runs Atlas. And as I just said before, and he's spot on, a lot of the characters, the current team was set up during Greg Pak's run on Totally Awesome Hulk. Now the team, without spoiling too much of the issue, if you're not reading more realms, this issue takes place right before issue one kind of crosses into issue one territory. So if you're not reading more realms, definitely read War realms and then pick up this issue. That's cool. Yeah, it was I didn't really know it was cool. a prequel. I thought it was yeah. in the middle of the. I nonsense. thought so. T- I didn't know that until I actually read it. Yeah. I assumed it was just like every other spinoff. It's kind of like it just starts a, in it. Yeah. Here's a team, and it kind of whatever. <laughs> That's but, what Journey into Mystery did. Exactly. They were just like, here's the team. What's great about this book? One, the art's killer. And second of all, how the book opens up, you get to see kind of Jimmy's school he's been teaching at, what he doesn't do when he's at, when he's running Atlas, which is the Pan-Asian School of Exceptional Children. Think of it like Xavier's school. I was just going to say. It's, Xavier's, it's, it's school. Really <laughs> Xavier's school, but set in Asia. I love the cast. The, uh, Greg Pak has been very driven to make uh, very strong, powerful Asian characters. Something that's been kind of lacking in comic history that aren't are just archetyping and caricatures of, of martial artists. Shang-Chi or, is the biggest right. archetype of just yeah. almost, almost stereotypes and cliches. Right. He's Bruce Lee, but Marvel. Exactly. Yeah. And that's I, I love that Greg Pak went out when he did this. What was cool is that he takes characters that we know of with, I mean, it's Cho Braun, uh, Camilla Khan, Miss Marvel, uh, Cindy Moon Silk, and he, he Mel, and Jimmy Woo, yeah. himself and mixes them with brand new characters. Some of the characters you might know actually uh, come from the Future Fight game, mobile game. Is it a mobile game? It's a mobile, mobile game. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of them come That's from... That's White Fox and uh, the White, Snow I-O. Fox. Yeah, I-O. Yeah, I-O. The girl. Yeah. Uh, she and then Swordmaster, he comes from... Yeah, so there's a big spoiler on the cover. Covers are, co- are totally misleading. Swordmaster isn't in the book, which I can't wait because I really love the cover for issue one for a thing. I saved it to my phone as a background. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love the art so much for it. But what I thought it was cool, kind of exp- the team itself, it's not it's not an origin. It's a mix of a classic origin story where it's like the big event that brings the heroes together. Yeah. A lot like old school Avengers, really Avengers, or just sleep. Like it's the team, like a big event brings these characters together. But what's cool is that he's exploring, Gary Fantastic jumps away from the United States stuff and goes, hey, the War of Realms is truly affecting Midgard. And we're going to finally show what other heroes do in Midgard and everything else. So it's kind of cool to see these new characters. Some of them I, I, I didn't even know of. Like Arrow, that's her first appearance is in that book. I like that. I thought it was cool. You can see a bunch of brand new characters. 
It's not much because we don't know a lot of the characters yet, but I think it's a cool jumping off point if you want to check out a new book in general. I always love when they throw Silk into a book. Yeah, yeah. I love Silk. I like Silk. I wish they they need to put her in more things. Hopefully, out of War of the Realms, they'll do another Agents of Atlas book. And I, she'll be I a part hope of it. that they do because you know, the story, again, is very closely tied. Unlike Hunter's book, which is a brand new series, yes. Agents of a new. Uh, War of the Realms, New Age of Atlas is <laughs> a, a, it's a yeah, big title, guys. <laughs> it's a mini series with spin-off books down the line with Sword, Mass, and Arrow. Arrow, yes. If you just want to try to check out a small mini series that ties into War of Realms, and you want to try a book that has brand new characters, and you want to explore something, and get to you get to see different cultures and explore different concepts of uh, different version of the Marvel universe or different view of the Marvel universe. Different, definitely different view. Different yeah. view of the Marvel universe. I definitely recommend this book. Um, what would you give it out of five stars? Out of five stars, I give it a four out of five. It's an origin. It's the only thing, the reason why I give it a four out of five is because it is a very typical origin story. Hey, big event happens. Yeah, it sets up things. Everyone but... here, kind of, all you guys are the new team. That's right? why I gave this book a four out of five as right. well because it's it's a, it's a lot of setup. There's yeah. not there's a little bit of action. There's some right. great dialogue, but it's mostly setup. It's nothing that the origin is like the thing that's not. Blowing me away in the book. Yeah, the art is gorgeous. The story is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it actually there's a lot of nods in that book to other stories. Uh, oh really? Camilla, because Camilla's in the book. She's yeah. All, and uh, spoiler, she's only in it for the issue one. She's not going. Yeah, because she was part of it back in Tall Awesome Hulk Run. Right. So she, her, and Braun are having an argument, which sends back from Champions issue two. Yeah. When Amadeus leaves because of what happens in that, in that issue. Yeah. There is conflict, like, Braun has his own conflict coming back from uh, Incredible Hulk uh, 714 when they renumbered the series. When yeah, they the legacy, yeah, legacy. when they renumbered it to legacy numbering at 714, his own personal issues with that. Of course, the actual set of why Jimmy Woo knows all these characters yeah. all comes from the totally awesome Hulk. Run. Yeah, I think it was issue 19. Right. So, it's great when you get to see stuff like that and they'll annotate it in the actual book. Yeah, they'll be like, editor's notes. Editor's notes, yeah. which is great. I love I thought we all gave our books fours. I know. Well, me and you each have a number one. You have uh, number twelve, and, yeah. it, and then it sets up the hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, no. it's, it's, it's the biggest reason why you gave it four stars. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, honestly, I do want to. I honestly, with a new agent of Atlas, I just want to the book grow. Uh, I mean, it's a shame that's the only four issue miniseries, but we'll it's four numbers five. Five. You're right. You are right with five. I want to see where it goes. And since we are on topic of miniseries, I guess we're going to jump back into the big oh. horror. Book. We're going. We, we went from horror to Batman to Marvel. Now we're going back to Batman and horror. horror. We should have segued this better. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about DC's? So, DC's number one. Wait, 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 wait. Dark side. Is... I was about to say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. And I feel like I'm going to be like the, the the odd man out with this book. I wasn't crazy about Deceased. I'm not. I was so, hyping it up a little bit last week. I was uh, more excited. It's definitely not, oh my god, over the. No, it's not five. It's not right. a five. It's not, not like, oh man, it's the next big thing. Right. It's definitely just, it's good. It sets something up that's interesting. Yeah. And it talks about, it's also uh, hints at society's problems. Right. Well. My. All right. So we'll go around and just kind of. Figure out where we all stand on these things. Yeah, we started you, James. I feel like we're all going to be. Like, uh, yeah, James, you should go first. I guess I'll say first. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. start. First. All right, you so little ground, little ground stuff. These are written by Tom Taylor. The covers are fantastic. You continue to do zombie covers. You have the classic horror, movie. like the Pennywise one that was sold out. Yeah, <laughs> sold yeah. out so fast. I, I, think that, I think I have that. I think yeah, you requested. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you requested. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. 
So those are like the cool points I thought of it. I do like that they threw the nod at the anti-life equation. I think the setup. I, I think I still have a bad taste in my mouth from Marvel Zombies, but at least we got a setup in deceased where it kind of was. Hey, we know where the zombie virus comes from, but it still makes sense to me. Uh, we're not going to super spoiler territory. Cyborgs captured by Darkseid. Darkseid imprints him with a version of the anti-life equation, merged with the Black Racer, which makes it corrupt. I don't know how you corrupt the anti-life equation. No, maybe they'll explain it in the other five issues. And I but really <laughs> hope that, that's why I hope that they explain it for us. But then when you land on Earth, everything else is on. Which is really cool. It reminds me of Romero. And then right. we find out Batman put a tracking device on Because so, of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. Exactly. And then... Who was it that it said? It was Flash. It was Flash. Flash was like, do you put that on all your friends? No answer. <laughs> well, like, honestly, that I, was a long pause. <laughs> yeah. Truly, honestly, out of five, I'll give it a three. It's, it definitely feels like a three. It's a three. Only to me, only should be the fact I'm not crazy about the artwork. I like the story because it is a zombie story set in the DC universe, and we haven't seen that yeah, yet. Yeah, we haven't seen anything. We've with never really seen that. We've seen vampires. We, out we of had GI Zombie, which is basically just a weird offspring New Fifty Two book they did. Right, we, and we've seen horror concepts. Zombies is the one concept they haven't really because Marvel touched upon it so many times. And yes, and I think that's kind of what it was. And I think they waited well. I'm glad they, they did wait as long as they did. Yeah. You're past the Walking Dead fad, fad where they're like. Oh, we're putting it out because Walking Dead's doing so good. Yeah. Or we're doing because Marvel's doing it. Yeah. I'm glad that they did it in their way. And yeah. that's my favorite part of the book. But I'm not crazy about the zombies franchise. I also don't like how they focus on Cyborg. And I don't even mind that as like the pinnacle. I just, I'm not crazy about, about the zombie franchise. I think they could have done DC's strictly as a kind of a horror anthology. Yeah, well, this also, it's a it's number one, one in a six-issue miniseries, yeah. and so it's a, it's a small event. Yeah. Right. What do you uh, rate it, or what are your thoughts? Well, Dark Side was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the top ones. I'm <laughs> actually going to go with a three and a half. Okay. Three and a half. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. is because whenever they touch on, you know, Apocalypse and Dark Side and Granny Goodness and everybody, um, they might also add two of my favorite people in the DC universe, which would be Big Brother and Mr. Miracle. They are fantastic. Um, for the, the boys in the room that know that, you know, I am obsessed with Mr. Miracle, hence why yes. my action figure is sitting next to me tonight. <laughs> He's our co-host. Um, he is yeah. our co-host, as we will have a different action figure every week. Well, um, <laughs> I hope. Maybe. I hope. I have a couple at home. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, so, I'm really hoping maybe by issue, I wouldn't even say issue two, I'm going to say issue three. Maybe some Scott Frail. He definitely has to be in it. Yes. He has, he has to. to be in it. Or they'll at least cut back to Apocalypse and show like him and Barter are zombies. Where he did, which brings you back before uh, with Booster Gold, he did wear a Booster Gold shirt in his miniseries. Maybe he will come back wearing the Booster Gold t shirt. Maybe. He wore a lot of t shirts, which is funny. He did, which was amazing. So. Yeah, it shows that even Scott's a fan of everybody, yeah, exactly. everybody else. He, is, he can escape from everything. He hasn't escaped from everything. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there you go. That's love. That's there we go. That's true dedication. I think Danny. I think you, you bring up a cool concept. I think they need a linchpin to get out of DCs. I really am hoping it's not Batman. We're not going to talk about Danny. Yeah, okay. I was going to say yeah. at all. Um, we're going to talk about a lot. We don't want to spoil it because it is a, an event. It's kind of one of those we can't get into how the book ends. Yeah, but I'm glad. Kind of hoping it won't be Batman. Is going to be singing in the lab, going, I found the cure, kind of, you know. I think it's going to end up, I think it's going to end up being Cyborg. 
who stops everything. Yeah. After yeah. he rips the tracking device. Oh, yeah. After, yeah. I, I, Sorry, I, Batman. I, 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 you know, I don't want... I, I, it would be cool not if you won the, won the covers at, uh, as like a I Am Legend Batman cover. But I'm hoping the book isn't an I Am Legend Batman, I'm singing in a Batcave. No. Safe, you know, figuring it out. I mean, that's the horror movie variant, though, because right. the other one was Pennywise with Joker and Robin. Yes, and that is one, yeah. and then we know right. of the Nightmare Elm Street cover. That one's cool. That was great. And yeah. then None. Uh, the Nun, cover. which is a weird one. It's Superman in The Nun. But you know the Christian Reeve which threw me off. Yeah, but that's cool, though. Right, I love yeah. I love it. I love it. It threw me off. Ah, like, uh, I didn't know if that was in Batista or Fantastic. Yeah. Like, it was that weird feeling I got. What did you think, Hunter? About uh, well, going back from what I said before, it's definitely... I was definitely a lot more excited when I first read it. But thinking back on it, there are, there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, that was lame, that was lame, that was lame. But then it was like, Dark Side goes insane. Uh, Cyborg is it? I don't like it when books focus too much on Cyborg. I do like Cyborg as a character, right? But I like him from Teen Titans, where he's yelling "Booyah!" and he's he got the blue on, and he's not really like he's still a teenager. Right. When they made him an adult, I was a little eh. Right. But I still appreciate Cyborg and everything he's done. Especially when he was the leader of the Justice League for a right. little bit. And I don't read Odyssey, though, so I don't really know what he's doing in there. Right. But Deceased is its own separate, in quotes, universe. No, it's the main DC universe. No, but it, but it doesn't tie right. into anything. Right. It's its right. own separate story. It's like an event without Yeah, except probably at the end where they cure everything. Right. And then, and then it's right. like, oh, it's happy goodness and no one's yeah. dead or whatever. Yeah, so I definitely probably – I'm still going to give it a four. Right. And I go, you know, we all did fours before. You guys did three, three point five, four. I think having it a four is pretty solid. It's not the best mini book that like mini event they've done, but it's definitely not the worst. And I do like where they're going. That's why it's at a four for me. I like where it's going. It started out rocky. It got the middle was crazy. The ending was just where is this gonna? What's happening? Right. So I can't right. wait for the next one. Maybe by the end of issue six, I'll be like it's a five or it's a two. Like maybe I'll hate it at the end if yeah. they do something stupid. Right now, it's sitting at a four for me. Mr. Miracle shows up. That it's automatic be- ten. I'm breaking the scale to ten. Give me a scale thing, guys. Scott, we showed up. Good evening, everybody. That's a good evening, guys. We're calling now. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Hi, guys. A wonderful, wonderful podcast. Thank you guys for watching and seeing through our rambly rants and our nerdum. Yeah. Uh, check us out on all social medias. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook on uh, at Android Comics Facebook. You can always see us on Android underscore comics on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Android's Comics. We'll be posting all podcast updates and fancy places, and I'll probably action figures will be there too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, look who's with us tonight. Right. Yeah. yeah. All behind the scenes stuff will always be posted there. You can always follow us on all our own personal ones if you want. Links will always be in whatever description. I'll link everything in the description. Everything will be listed in every description to follow. Follow us on Spotify, um, iTunes, rate and review on iTunes. Yeah. And you'll follow us on YouTube eventually. We'll have eventually. We gotta set everything up again. YouTube stuff will be up. And don't forget about Twitter. And Twitter will be up eventually for our personal podcast. We can always sign on there. If you ever need any for any and all of your comic needs, you can always check out our website. And thanks again. Always remember to shop local and support your local comic shop for all your needs. Thanks again for for enjoying and seeing foods fun, excursion for comics and all things nerd. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.